just I just want to welcome everyone to the Empower New Nurses show. I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, and I'm so excited this morning because we, again, we have a special guest. Now, this guest is a nurse educator. She's the author of the book, and she'll tell you more about that, how it was birthed, how it gave birth. And uh, she will tell you more, a little about herself. And of course, this is the Empower New Nurses show. And I know many of you young nurses, you're there and you're gonna be excited because you can glean a lot from these experiences from Nurse Brady. Russell. So at this time, I just want to welcome Nurse Brady to the Empower New Nurses show. I'm excited you're here today and thanks for accepting the invitation. Now, I would like you to tell us a little, tell the audience a little about yourself and your experiences, please. Of course. Thank you so much, Dr. Smith, for having me. I am so honored to be um, just a guest on your show. And, you know, before I even tell a little bit about myself, I do want to say hi, kudos to you for really just picking up this mantle as a retiring nurse and just sharing from that wealth of knowledge to really empower our new nurses. How amazing that, you know, so Absolutely. Hi, kudos to you. you. Um, by way of introduction, my name is Labone Brady Russell. I am a registered nurse. I've been a nurse a little over two decades now, so for 22 years. And I've had a little bit of a little bit of dabbling in various areas of nursing. So um, I've had obstetric, gynecology, perioperative, pediatrics, some NICU, ER, critical care observation, telemetry, so quite a bit. Dabbled in some um, nurse management as well, especially during the COVID pandemic. And most recently, I am now a night educator. A new phenomenon, but yes, I'm a recent night educator and that's my most, um, er most earliest vacation. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that. Well, I know you're also an author. I wanted to tell us a little about because my goal is empowering my nurses, not just to do clinical care, but just advance themselves. There's so much, there's so many different areas you can you can specialize in. It's not like my time. In my time, we were somewhat limited, you know, because I'm talking about more than four decades. So in my time, the focus was more like obstetric, being a midwife, being a critical care nurse, being a dialysis nurse. Um, later on, the nurse anesthetist came into being, but I can remember we were so much more limited. So I have to say nursing has taken a great, I mean, progress has re had been advancing. You have now doctor in nursing practice. You have doctor in nurse anesthetist. You have so much different, I mean, PhD apart from that. There are so many specialties within the nursing um, scope that you can go get into. So I know so you had a passion for nursing. And before you actually tell us about your book, I want you to tell us a little about your background in terms of the school you went and where you're from. That's important because we talk about um, culturally congruent care. And oh, yes. <laughs> it's important to know, have a little background because we can't impose our culture on others. We have to Absolutely. research, we have to study and know in order to give quality care, high quality care. And that's our goal. All right. So tell us a little about your background. Absolutely. So I was born in Jamaica. 
Um, and I'm sure it's everyone to say Jamaica, everybody already knows it's a fun island. <laughs> so yes. So are I you saying Jamaica? Jamaica? Because we have more than one. We have Jamaica Queens, we have Jamaica oh, yes. Island. But well, you gotta be yes. very specific. Island of now. Jamaica <laughs> in the West Indies. Absolutely. Um, I have pursued my baccalaureate in nursing there. So I got my bachelor's degree from um, Northern Caribbean University, formerly West Indies College. Um, and then I moved here little over 10 years ago so we were actually in Arizona and during that time there I pursued my master's um, a dual master's program actually so I pursued a master's in, in nursing with an emphasis in leadership and I also completed a master's degree in business administration okay. um, a little bit over about three years ago we moved to Texas and that's currently where we reside Wow. So you have the business part of management <laughs> and you also have the clinical man. Go for it, girl. Go for it. Okay. So let's hear about your book. What happened? How did it come about? So my book. <laughs> well, um, common to a lot of health professionals, um, COVID was a terrible time. Um, everybody felt it. Everybody saw it. You know, people had different experiences. And from my personal experience at the time, I was in leadership. I was doing clinical coordinator role, and then I transitioned to an interim nurse manager role. And for me, it was so difficult to see the loss of hope in my nurses' faces. Young nurses, old nurses, there was this questioning of, was there value in nursing anymore? What did I sign up for? Is this what is going to be? You know, and a lot of young nurses didn't come into nursing to see this death and people languishing and this sense of powerlessness. And so when I saw all of that, I wanted to just yell from the top of my lungs that nursing, this is not what it's all about. It's about healing and collaboration and helping others. And so I started to write. And before I knew it, I started journaling and just trying to find what the value in is, is in nursing. And how do you find your way how can you navigate this what are the things that you don't know about how can you fill refill your cup how do you use what your position is in nursing to advance your career and so before i realized it it became 200 pages wow. <laughs> so wow. i then went on to pursue just some advice so you know some mentors that i had in nursing some retiring nurses um some young nurses and they were just like this needs to be in a format that other people can get this advice. And so, you know, I started to collaborate with other nurses and kind of put these love letters, I call them, to different arms of nursing together. And that's what happened. Dear nurse, reward yourself, reward your patient. That became the, the birth child. <laughs> so that's where we are. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. And I know that many nurses have been journaling but you have taken to another level, a higher level. You have put it out there. So where can we find that book? So we're currently on amazon.com. So if you just go onto Amazon and literally write in Dear Nurse Book, if you Google it, Dear Nurse Book, you will get the link to Amazon because we sell solely out of Amazon. And we specifically wanted to do that because we were strategic because we wanted it to be someplace where everyone could have access. And Amazon being the platform that it is, you can get it in Canada, you can get it in Europe, you can get it in Dubai, you know, you can get it in a small island. And so we want it to be at a price point where, pe where nurses can afford it and also somewhere where it's accessible to everyone. 
Wow. Thank you. This is global because Amazon <laughs> is global. So wherever you are, you can. And someone called me before I even met you and told me about the book. And that <laughs> was one of my juniors. Well, when I did nursing, I told you already, it was a long time ago, but she was my junior in nursing school. And she called me and she told me about it. And I was so excited, although I never met you. And so in doing that, I took my copy. I bought my copy immediately and oh. I've read some of it already. And definitely, definitely, I would recommend all nurses to get this book oh. because you have identified different areas, different areas of nursing that, right. it, that those persons can identify. They can read up about, although they can read on others, they can read about them themselves. And of yes. course, I appreciate the part where you wrote about the self-care and to take mm -hmm. care of yourself. That's so most important definitely. because most times as nurses, we forget ourselves. Sometimes even oh, going, so true. going to the bathroom, I mean, we might get sick after because we have been putting out so much for others. But thank God yes. that um, ANA has really recommended that also that we take care of ourselves. The same quality care Absolutely. we give to others, we need to do that for ourselves. So that Absolutely. is great. And thanks again. Thanks again for reaching out. And I'm going to mm -hmm. encourage many of our nurses to tell their stories, you know, tell their stories. Because yes. at my time when the COVID was at its peak, uh, I, I, I was an educator. Mm. Definitely. And going around sometimes in the mornings and hearing the, the, the codes and hearing different reports, it was unbelievable. unbelievable. And, um, going outside and seeing the, the, the trailers out there with bodies and getting report that um, how many bodies were in the morgue and then yes. more trailers out there with bodies. It was mm -hmm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Going into the ICU and ICU areas and nurses, we don't have the ratio was just unbelievable. There were not enough nurses to care for those critically ill patients. I mean, I was there helping in different ways. I back off that that white robe, at the, um, and just put it away and get back into action. Yes. That they yes. were belong, right? Yes. So a prudent nurse would definitely be a part of the process. Yes. You can't be there in white and not reaching out. You have to be a no. part of it, you know. You sure had to so be. I cleaned um, ventilators so that other individuals could go and it were, you know, helping, mm -hmm. setting up um, the drips, doing all different things in those mm -hmm. times, going and educating yes. and encouraging and listening as mm -hmm. nurses um, unloaded yes. on us. Yes. You know, Absolutely. training of other nurses also to, mm -hmm. to, to, to sort of prepare them for what's happening who yes. have not had that type of experience for a long time. So, yes. you know, frustration comes at us where we had to just be strong and be there and help along. And with the help of God, we were we we were successful. I mean, we lost some, but we also Absolutely. some were saved. Right. Yes. So yes, time, Absolutely. As a nurse educator at night, I know you said you have been, this is your most recent, um, your most recent role. So mm -hmm. tell us a little about it. What is it like for you to be a night? You usually be a day, day nurse, right? Well, I am a night nurse. You're a night nurse. Okay. <laughs> I am a night nurse by choice. Most of my career, I've chosen to work nights. Um, and then you'll even find in my book, there is a letter to the night nurse. Because okay. there are pros and cons, but there are a lot of advantages. And so um, this actually came about um, with a 
discussion that I really had with my CNO. And that's one of, my, one of the things I always tell my young nurses, use your voice to one, identify a problem, but also come with a solution. And so we kind of were talking about, you know, some of the struggles that we were having and some of the gaps that were identified with the night staff, because really and truly in any institution, your night staff is half your populace, if you think about it. And so they have the same educational needs that the day staff require. You know, the only problem is you have more hands on days than you do at nights. And so we came up with the idea that, you know, let's have a night nurse educator. And so in my position, I offer educational, same, the same educational um, friends that you know day staff need we do the same kind of needs assessment we still kind of do our own you know we use a donor right survey to determine what are the needs how do we address those needs what's the best way to look at those needs um and then for again the same flow that you would with any educational department but the key thing at night is that it's more of a roving approach that i use so instead of the nurses coming to us for education i go to them so I take trifles, I do simulations, we do mock codes, we, you know, we bring cash cards and we do um, simulation of what's in the crash card, what does it look like, what if my patient has a code stroke, what does that look like, you know, we do um, in, um, in, in services on equipment, device, um, drills, how do I do that stuff? So I go to them, we identify, you know, downtime. So like for a medical unit, their downtime may be between 12 and two. For an ER unit, it might be between three and four. And so I choose those areas where people can actually come and sit and really improve their professional development opportunities and have questions and have, you know, queries about how does this work? What about this? How do I... Um, do a master's program and my, my hospital covers it. How do I use this kind of hotline? How do I use MTP? How do I use this arterial line? Those kind of things that, you know, we want to empower our nurses to be better clinicians, to also be rounded and to use the opportunities that we, we provide as, as institutions, as nurses and as mentors. That is great. That is great. Because, you know, um, from my <laughs> experience, I've seen nurses who sometimes they just need a little encouragement to move forward and advance, advance yes. their practice. Sometimes they are they have their they, they have their strongs, they have their strengths. And sometimes because they're not acknowledged, they don't really utilize them. And so we encourage oh, yes. them. Sometimes you might go, be on the floor and as you interact with them, you might see some nurses they're so good at that, but they've never been, they never had yes. any precept. So we would like approach yes. them and we, within that um, conversation, we would say, you know, how about you? Um, we have some new nurses coming on next week. How about you thinking yes. of, um, you're so good at this. I've, I've watched you, I've observed. Yes, absolutely. You are helping so many <laughs> nurses get it. You're a key person yes. here. How about you try yes. to? And they might they might be reluctant at first, but after they start getting it, wow! They say, send another one yes. Next, when you have new. So therefore, we have the baton being passed on, and we are encouraging yes. our young nurses to be Absolutely. visible, to be visible, yes. and to as Absolutely. you said before, let their voices be heard because fresh blood, yes. freshness. We need Ooh. that. We yes. need that. Fresh eyes. Technology. <laughs> Absolutely. We absolutely need that. So as we get them, we train them and we encourage them to advance themselves, find themselves also in organizations, nursing organizations, um, governances where yes. they can 
say, they can express themselves and the way the needs are so we can grow. You know, we, we change is the, change is a constant word now. Change yes, is a constant sure word. Is. And therefore, we all have to be prepared for that. Yes. Um, just a little more on um, culturally sensitive um, care. Have you observed mm -hmm. anything recently or during your, during your uh, career so far? Like, for example, you have a patient who, say, for example, communication-wise, you know, you might be talking to the person, the eyes are fixed on the person, or, mm -hmm. you know, in some cultures, it might vary. My looking at you or maybe the way I was trained from my culture, yes. I look you in your eyes. But That's have you met way. others that it's not like that in your in your in your career absolutely absolutely and i think most recently because houston is one of the most diverse um cities really in america and so we have a lot of various nationalities that come through our doors um, because we are really in one of the most culturally sensitive and culturally diverse um what you call these districts really within Houston itself. And so, you know, you will have that Asian culture where, you know, as a sign of respect, the eyes are lowered. And so you always want to mirror those cultures. You know, you may have somebody who speaks Mandarin. And so we have to bring in the language line where they are able to have somebody translate appropriately what their medical care is, what their post-op care is, what this consent means. And using that kind of option, you can then have them relay clinically in an informed way what the patient expectations are what questions do they have so we encourage our doctors we encourage our new nurses we encourage our pcs to use those options that we do have to, and to respect those those things and one of the things i always say and i really point out to my new nurses as well that an a-rate nurse is one who's able to really realize that somebody is culturally different than you are you not every black person is looking for a fix not every Spanish person is bilingual. Not every person from Iran needs a halal diet. And so never categorize people. You know, not every Caucasian person is going to act like they own the suite. Not every person is like that. And so looking at the person who is in front of you and personalizing, individualizing their care plan to what they need is who a good nurse is. And so it becomes so relevant, especially in this time when you have different orientations and you know, um, you know, you have gender associations. And so we have to respect people who may be different in our own personal determinations. Those listen, those points are so strong and relevant. I really <laughs> appreciate that because um, in my book, my book that will be coming out soon, Empowering New Nurses, A Guide to Empowering New Nurses, that's one of the segments, that's one of the sections that has Wonderful. to do with, listen, it has to do with culturally congruent care. And it's so, so, yes. so, so important. If you should look on my YouTube oh. also, you will see I've got a lot of ratings for mm -hmm. that because we cannot treat everybody. Mm -hmm. We cannot use the same sock to put on every, you know, everyone. Absolutely. We cannot. Because Absolutely. in order to give that high quality care, the cultural yes. part is also an integral part of the care. So Until that is included, it's not total yes. care. You know, Absolutely. So that is so great. I appreciate Absolutely. you coming on this morning so much and sharing with us. But, you know, I would like before you leave, just to tell our young nurses some a little few tips of how they can grow 
and what they can do to enhance their nursing career. Because there are so many distractions out there. But tell us some of the, because you'll hear sometimes about the bullying. And some people might never heard of bullying in nursing, but it's real. It's real. And you hear sometimes a statement like the nurse eat their young. I don't know if you ever heard that, but I've heard mm -hmm. that several times. I went to Texas mm -hmm. last, um, I went to Texas last August. That was 2022. And I was at a podcast fest movement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I interact with other individuals, it was just so thrilling. However, I've heard more than once individuals saying my relative left nursing and gone into another profession because they were bullied. Yes. You know, yes. have you ever had any experience like that or heard of it? Give us a little tidbit so that the world might know that although it's such a noble profession, not every nurse is the same or give the quality Absolutely. or treat others. Absolutely. So any unfortunately that. Yes, unfortunately, that is true. I must say it has gotten better because when I was a nurse, oh Lord, 20 years ago, <laughs> that was mm. definitely the new thing. You know, you had to be, you know, grubbed before you got into nursing to mm. prove your worth. And thankfully, I think as our generation and your generation, as we have matured, that is becoming less and less the norm. So I would say for my young nurses, when you're going into nursing, one, have commitment to realize that it's all not rainbows and sunshine. There is going to be that moral responsibility that you have taken an oath before God and before others and whether or not you believe in God, you have taken an oath to look after your community. So as old nurses, we're expecting nurses to come in to want to be a part of something bigger, to have compassion for others. So having the right mindset coming into nursing is such, a, is such a big key because you can tell somebody who's there to get the job done, get paid and get out. That's a big difference. So come in with that positive attitude that I am here to try and hold hands with the people who have gone ahead of me to help improve my world, one patient at a time, one family at a time. That'd be the first thing I'd say. The second thing I'd like to say is have an inquiring mind. No question is stupid. I always tell my students, always tell my mentees, no question is stupid. Always ask, always have that inquiring mind. Why are we doing it this way? Don't be afraid to challenge the evidence. Evidence-based practice has become what drives nursing. And before we had these old wives tale where we're like, oh, well, you know, we've done it all, all the time. We've always done it this way. No, let's change the status quo. Why are we doing it this way? Is there, is this way causing more infections for a patient? Is this causing our nurses to burn, to burn out easier? Is this increasing our attrition rate? So look at the evidence, look at the data and find solutions to those things. Always have an inquiring mind. And a third thing I'd say is push yourself. You can do it. Yes, it's not always going to be an easy road. But again, this there's so many there, there's so many resources out there. My book, your podcast, vlogs, YouTube things, experiences that people are posting. We're trying to tell you the inside things, the behind the scene things to help you excel in your career. So take those things, do the research, look at what is out there for you, and pursue it. Det determination that unostentation un 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 attitude, you know, always wanting to know more, but also having that sense of accomplishment and using that to empower others, to help others, to embolden ours. Those are things I would really tell my young nurses. Wow, that's a wealth of information. <laughs> that's a wealth of tidbits that will definitely enhance 
a nurse, a young nurse, mm -hmm. as she pursues in her career. It's so Absolutely. beautiful. It's a wonderful thing to have had um, um, Leon, Leon Brady Russell, our <laughs> guest today, and we look forward to having her. Now, for you to get more information, you just have to put Dear Nurse on Amazon, and you got to get her book because that is meant for you. That is meant for all of us, because if you should check the different areas, then she's identifying each area of nursing. And we appreciate you coming on. I want to say thanks again. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Maybe you didn't even work last night. I'm not sure, but whatever it is, <laughs> for you to have taken time out to share the world of knowledge, from of Jamaica, course. West Indies, to Texas, to Missouri, Arizona, <laughs> wherever, right? And to the world at large, we say we appreciate you on this platform. Now, we want you all who have listened to her, to Nurse Russell, nurse educator, author, to go on Amazon and get her book. It will help you. <laughs> and that will inspire you too with your stories, with your stories, you and you and you. And get, start writing, be inspired. She has inspired Absolutely. me. She indeed Absolutely. has inspired me. And the way, I mean, I know many nurses are writers. So just put that, yes. that somebody else can learn from your experience. Yes. I want to say Absolutely. thanks again for coming on. And I am on Podcast Mirror. You can get me on um, Podcast Empowering New Nurses on um, YouTube, Miriam Amanda Smith. I'm also on um I'm also on the different platforms. You just got to look me up. Miriam Amanda Smith or Empower New Nurses by Dr. Miriam Smith. Wow, what a morning. Indeed. Thank you so much, Dr. Indeed. Smith. And as we celebrate Black History Month, just remember yes. we have come far and we Absolutely. are positive contributors to the nursing profession, to the health yes. of the world. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thanks Thank again. you so much. And bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.